Good afternoon, friends. This is Vincent, and welcome to America Next. I would like to talk to you about two elements that in our society that I despise. The first is racism, which I despise and hate. The second is ignorance, which I despise and hate even more. And there is something that happened in the last week or so that solidified my feelings about these two elements. Let's take a step back to January of 2021, the inauguration of President Joe Biden. As we all remember, that was a glorious day because we were celebrating the end of a presidency that had almost destroyed our country. We were there celebrating with, with Biden and the rest of the world to say the United States did not fail. The United States did not crumble. Democracy stands. One of the speakers at that inauguration was a young black lady by the name of Amanda Gorman. She was a poet. I believe at the time she was um, either in high school or college. But she read a poem called The Hill We Climb. And it was about our diversity, but our commitment, our struggle, how if we work together, that we could build a better America. The poem was beautiful. It brought tears to the eyes of most who listened to it, and we all were impressed with this young lady and her powerful, powerful words. Now, in a civilized society, that poem should be hailed as one of the items that we should treasure, respect. We should want to aspire to be the people that she described in that poem. But unfortunately, there are places right here in America where racism and ignorance have taken hold. As you know, in Florida, they have been going through a lot of changes. The governor and his Republican-controlled state governors, government, government officials, have been on a war path against anything that makes sense. They fight against Education, history, gay and lesbian people, diversity. They, there seems to be nothing that they won't fight about unless when it comes to guns. Now, they don't have a problem with passing laws to make sure that anybody and everybody can have a gun. But they have problems with everything else. 
Well, this week in Florida, a parent decided that the poem that was read by Miss Amanda Gorman was offensive. Yes, that poem that she read during President Biden's inauguration, a parent decided that that was offensive, that it was not educational. And because of the new laws that have been passed in Florida, the school had to pull it off the shelf because they had got received a complaint. Now, I want you to think about that for a minute. You don't have to be a scholar or a highly educated person or even a political person to know that doesn't make any sense at all. That poem was never about anger, fighting, killing, destruction, anything like that. It was about how we can work together, we should work together, how no matter what comes that we will stand together and move forward. Black people, white people, all of us moving forward. But that parent said it wasn't educational. It had no benefit. So the school district in this particular area pulled it from the shelf. Now, that's racism. I don't care what you say. That parent who said that was doing it because that parent was racist. You know why I know it was racist? Well, listen to this. The lady who complain has direct ties to a white supremacy organization. Okay? She's affiliated with a white supremacist organization. So you see, it had nothing to do with the words, the value of the words. What she was protesting, what this woman said, the reason she didn't like it is because this was a strong-worded poem about resilience, about pride, about unity and diversity, and it was written by a black woman, a young black woman, and this woman did not want this particular poem to be in a school with her children. This racist white lady just did not want that. Okay, that's racism, ugly racism. But there's an ignorant part to this as well. And the ignorant side of this is that the school system has allowed themselves to get into this position. You see, it's all right for parents to have a say, and they should have a say, into what their child is being taught. That makes sense. I have raised five, I have five children. And so I know that it's very important to be involved. And yes, if you don't see something that you, if you see something that you don't particularly understand or like, you talk to people about it. But one thing I can remember in all of my years dealing with my kids is that for something, for a book to be pulled, it had to go through a rigorous process. 
to determine how it was offensive. Okay? It was something that you just did not call up and say, hey, I don't like this. Pull it off the shelf. Book banning was not something that we experienced, you know, with my kids. This is not a part of who we are. But that's what's going on in Florida. And that's the ignorant side of things. This racist individual sent in her complaint. And the school system automatically jumped and pulled that poem from the shelves. Now, the next day, the school system had to not reverse itself and make a modification. They said, it's not pulled from the shelf. It's just not going to be available to kids from first grade through like fourth grade. It's only going to be available for kids fourth grade, you know, fifth grade and up. Well, again, you shouldn't have to worry about a poem about standing tall, working together, diversity, inclusion. You shouldn't have to worry about that. You know? But see, Florida is the same place when they are banning books by a large percentage of black authors. When anything that has been written by a gay person is pulled from the shelf. When they are no longer talking about, you know, certain parts of black history. Okay? Martin Luther King and other significant people in black history, they are downplaying their contribution or not mentioning them at all. So it's not surprising that this happened in Florida. But when I heard about it yesterday, this poem, because of this young lady and how beautiful and powerful it was, and I heard about this, it's like enough is enough. This is, you know, we are allowing the inmates to run the asylum. There is no rhyme or reason right now to what's going on in places like Florida within the government. It's none. Because when you get to a place when you can object to the idea of diversity, to the idea of inclusion, to the idea of truth, when you start objecting to those things, you have lost complete connection with reality. You cannot sit there and say, I am, you are giving the full story about American history when you leave out, you know, a half of the, of the true story. All of the stories about blacks, about the red people, about the yellow people, okay, about the mixed people, all of those stories, when you leave that out, that's not history. That's your fantasy. You are telling your fantasy and you want children to grow up believing into your fantasy. That's not history. 
And that's going to create problems for these young people that's coming along. They are not going to be well-educated. They're not going to be well-balanced. There's no such thing as you can get part of a story and build a solid conclusion from that. You cannot. The only way to get a good understanding and build on something is to have the whole story. Racism is a stupid thing. It has no validity whatsoever. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. It exists but it exists only in the minds, and in my opinion, of those people who are afraid of reality and afraid of the future. But what makes racism possible is when you allow yourself to reject intelligence and embrace ignorance. You see, an intelligent person is someone, and when I talk about intelligence, I'm not talking about just book learning. I'm talking about intelligence that gives you an open mind to the world around you. Intelligence allows you to see things clearly, even if you are not happy with the results. COVID is a prime example. We did not like what COVID was doing. But intelligence forced most of us just to deal with it. Those who chose to ignore science, okay, hardcore science, they suffered. That's ignorance. And that is at the hallmark of what's going on in our society today. And yes, this week in Florida, when they banned that poem, that beautiful poem that that young lady read during the inauguration, it sends shivers down my back because it was ignorance on full display. Yes, it was racism. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. But more importantly, it was the embracing of ignorance. You see, once you start embracing ignorance, you will go. There's no telling how far you will go. You see it around the country. When they have political leaders now saying that it should not be up to the government to tell a 13-year-old girl when she can start having sex with an older man. You see, that's ignorance. That's a pedophile trying to use government, trying to get government out of the way so he can molest. And there are politicians out there who say, well, maybe that's true. Maybe we shouldn't try to stop children from being with adults. Ignorance, people. Ignorance. We can never allow ignorance 
to get any, any more stronger than what it is right now. It will destroy us. It will kill us. So my friends, Florida is getting out of hand. And I'm not going to pussyfoot around and say that we can find a way to work with them. No, we don't want to work with them. We don't want to work with people who think that way. Because what will happen is you will have to compromise. Right now, I have morals that says I will never discriminate against a person from a different religion, different ethnicity, race, gender, economic status. I won't. But if I have to work with them people, what will happen is eventually, if I cannot break them down, they might try to break me down till I get to the place and say, well, maybe it's all right to discriminate against that group over there because nobody likes them. But we're going to keep this group over here. We, we will accept this group on our right. But the group on the left, we never going to like them. You see, you cannot compromise honor and integrity and truth. You cannot. It's not one way. It's not like it's a dividing, you know, that you can stand there and say, well, we can go one way one day. No. Either you're for justice, truth, honor, and integrity, or you're not. What happened in Florida this week when they banned that little girl's poem? Either you are for justice or you're not. Either you're for democracy or you're not. Either you're for truth or you're not. You cannot say, yes, we can ban some books, but we don't have to ban this book. No, you don't ban them. You don't tell people what to think. You don't set up a school system that says, we will, the governor is going to write the school curriculum and tell you what to teach so that we all think the same way. That's not justice. That's not education. Okay? That's not democracy. We are not going to become a fascist state. We're not. That is something that you have to embrace within your heart to say, I will never submit to being a part of a fascist state. And you must mean it with everything in you. Florida, the government in Florida, I should say, they are sick people. They are. The idea that a poem about us working together, building a better world, is somehow offensive. It's ridiculous. And the idea that the woman who, who made the complaint is a part of a racist group, and they listen to her, just shows you how truly, truly disconnected they are to reality. But the rest of us, we the majority, must stand tall, fight back, and never let them get away with this.
my children, even though they're grown, I'm still fighting for their future. I'm fighting for the future of my grandchildren and my great-grandchildren. I'm fighting for the future of all mankind. And people that's trying to take away your voice, your ability to think, your ability to make decisions, they are not good for you. They are there to destroy you. So yes, I hate racism. I hate it. But I hate ignorance even more. Because ignorance allows all of the other bad things to happen. Please join me and join all of us in the fight to make sure that we keep it under control. Please join me. That's all for right now. As always, if you would like to drop me a line, please do so at americanextpod at yahoo.com. americanextpod, all together, at yahoo.com. Thank you. Keep fighting. Stay strong. Talk to you soon.